This week on Glistening Particles. Uh, I did have one mishap coming into Winslow, Arizona. My uh, my pedal, my crank on the left hand side uh, disconnected from the from the bike, so I was actually pedaling with just one leg. I had about a mile and a half to go. This is Glistening Particles, and I'm Jane, your host. I like to hear inspiring stories for people that I barely know and share them with you, and that's what we do here. I never know how it's going to go. I never know what they're going to say, but it's always a good story. Hey, listeners, this is a special series for the Great Cycle Challenge, where I'm hoping to shine light on some of the riders participating in this amazing fundraiser for Children's Cancer Research Fund. Did you know over 15,700 American children are diagnosed with cancer every year, and sadly, 38 children die every week? These riders are in there giving their time and effort to help change that number and change that story. So if you get a chance, go out and donate, and please support this incredible fundraising effort. Thank you. In this episode, I'm talking with Charlie Manzoni. He's riding his bike across the entire country. It's like 3,400 miles. Let me put that into perspective for you. I rode 20 miles around the outskirts of Madison this weekend, and I was like, whoa, that was a long ride. That was like two hours. He's riding across the entire country over about a month and a half. Uh, When I caught up with him, it was before the beginning of the Great Cycle Challenge. He was over in Santa Fe, and now he's somewhere in Indiana or Ohio and targeting June 28th to be done. Here's Charlie. Good morning, Charlie. Welcome to Glistening Particles. Good morning, Jane. So um, to put this in context, where are you in the world right now? I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay. How's the, how are the temperatures there today? Um, actually, I just got out briefly outside. I think it's going to be a very nice day. It's, it's, it's a little cool, but that's, I think, pretty typical for around here. Okay. Probably good for riding, right? Uh, it would be good for riding, but today's a day off. Oh, I didn't know that. So <laughs> yeah. let's put this in context a little bit. So why don't you tell me and the listeners what it is that you're in the middle of doing right now? Uh, I'm on a, I'm with a group. We're riding our bikes. Uh, across the U.S., starting in L.A. Uh, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, and uh, we rode through the desert and 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 now most of the way through all the way through Arizona, most of the way through New Mexico, and we're heading we're sort of heading northeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, our ultimate destination is Boston. Okay, um, and we'll be doing that we'll be finishing the trip i think on june 28th wow that's a lot so what is the actual distance of that ride 
Uh, thirty-four hundred miles. Oh my god! Not counting the miles that you not counting the miles that you put on when you get lost. <laughs> yeah, I've been there and done that, but I think it's probably been an extra five for me. I can't even imagine what happens <laughs> when you're doing that. So you're doing the Great Cycle Challenge, and what did you commit to for fundraising and for miles for that? Well, I the, well first of all, the Great Cycle Challenge is a uh, is a fundraising event for the Children's Cancer Research Fund. And it is a, a, a bicycling event where you ride your bike independently and, and make a, uh, a goal of raising money. But it all pertains to the month of June. Mm-hmm. So um, my bike ride across the U.S. is obviously, it's May and June, part of May, all of June. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my mile goal for uh, Great Cycle Challenges is confined to the June portion of the ride. And it's... Uh, I think it's 2,000 miles that we'll do in June. Wow, that's a lot. Like, I think I get about 1,000 in in the summer, so packing that much into one month, I can't even imagine that. And then what did you um, commit to for fundraising, and where are you at on that? Um, I've got to look at that. I think it was, I, I might have raised it. I'm at 15,000, I believe. That's incredible. Um, oh, my gosh, Charlie, that's a huge amount of money to pull together. That's amazing. Yeah, well, it's going it's going to a great cause, so right. it's it's worth it's worth every bit. Uh, how many miles so far have you under do you have under your belt then? You know, I I haven't been t- tracking it. I think I think maybe eight or nine hundred, uh, but I, I I don't have the precise number. I haven't been following. Okay, it. and you're riding with a group? Did you tell me? Yes. Well, I'm riding. the The group is. The, uh, the the coordinator and and the, I'll call it the outfitter is Crossroads. Okay. Uh, and they do this trip, so they provide support. Uh, they make all the arrangements on where to stay and 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 most of our meals and and have a couple of vans that uh, uh, carry our gear. And mm. if someone gets tired, they carry them too. Oh, but, uh, nice. Yeah, but the goal, I mean, my goal is not to be in the van. So, Mm -hmm. so far, I've been able to make that uh, goal. And um, is this your first time doing a ride like this? Certainly of this magnitude, yes. I mean, I've done done week-long rides. I've done the, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Rag Bri, which is a an annual ride across Iowa. Okay. Um, And that's, I did that last summer. That's probably 400 miles over okay. um, over a several day period. How did you um, find yourself to doing bike riding? Uh, well, I mean, originally probably because I wasn't, I didn't have a driver's license. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I started riding a bike. <laughs> you mean like <laughs> as a kid? Bike. Yeah, as a kid. Oh, and right. That's <laughs> when I started riding a bike. Right. I've always, I've always enjoyed riding a bike. I mean, uh-huh. it was, uh, I didn't used to ride just, get out and ride it was my mode of transportation right um and uh yeah so i don't know you you know later on in life i sort of picked it up again and uh it's it's i enjoy it it's 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 a good time to to think it's um it's good exercise it's Mm -hmm. you have the flexibility of doing it for a half hour or six hours i mean it's it's um um, it's just, I don't know. I just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And, um, who are you riding for? Is there anyone in particular? 
Well, my I'm writing for under under the uh, Great Cycle Challenge. You can uh, you can identify a person to ride for, and uh, it was easy for me because I have uh, my youngest son Nicholas. Uh, when he was um, I think about 18 years old, he was diagnosed with uh, a rare childhood cancer called Ewing sarcoma, and uh, uh, he ended up going through. Uh, very serious chemo treatments and uh, a significant operation on his uh, lower tibia, mm-hmm. uh, including removal of about, I don't know, four or five inches of a, a suction of his bone and replacing that with a cadaver bone. Um, and he, this was going into his senior year in high school. He's now two years out of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took one year off to do a lot of rehab mm-hmm. Um on his leg because his passion, uh, up, was current, even currently is, but he had a passion for playing soccer. He was a great soccer player mm-hmm. and he wanted to continue to do that in college. So, uh, after all of his treatments and, and, and recovery from his operation, he spent a year, uh, just, just rebuilding the strength and, and agility of that leg and was fortunate enough to, uh, uh be able to make, uh, the the Drake soccer team in Iowa, which is a D1 soccer program, mm-hmm. um, and it was a remarkable uh, outcome for him. Uh, I remember when he talked to the, the surgeon who did the surgery and asked about his ability to play soccer in the future, and I think the surgeon uh, said, yeah, you, you, you'll be able to probably if, if everything goes well, but, you know, it'll be recreational soccer, and so I think even he was surprised that uh, Nick was able to to make that kind of recovery to to come back and play competitive uh, soccer with a with a leg that had that much work done on it. Right, that's an amazing story. I mean, you really experience this as close as you can, right? I mean, when your children are going through things like that and watching this, you know, for the cause that you're riding for right now, you are right in it. Firsthand, so I'm so Absolutely. glad your son is doing so well. That's phenomenal. So, another thing that I like to do is ask people for three random facts about yourself, just to get to know you as one of the riders out there doing um, this cause. So, can you line me up with three of those? Um, well, uh, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I, I like I like very spicy food. Oh, okay. Um, I. I um, I like a physical challenge, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I probably this is more of a fault than a than a fact. I, I'm I, I'm always looking out to the future, and I'm, I have to I have to work on enjoying the moment. Oh, I hear what you're saying, and yep. you know, um, just I I think that Sarah told me how old you were. Do you want to share that on the air? I, it's, it's not a secret. I'm, uh, I'm 72. <laughs> As a woman in the age that I'm in, I don't always like to say it out loud. So <laughs> I'm sensitive to that, but 72 and you're riding across the country. So what is it that you think and the way that you lived your life, um, has gotten you to be at this point where you can actually do that? You know, there's a lot of people in their seventies that don't really have the ability to do that. What do you think is your secret? Uh, well, I'm, I've always tried to stay active. I, I enjoy, I mean, I really enjoy the outdoors. I, I, you know, if I like to golf, I like to ski, I like to bike. I've always, uh, I, I've been, 
very conscious of what I eat. And I'm not, I'm not a purist, but I'm, I try to maintain my weight and, um, and maintain my physical ability. And then, you know, the rest of it, there's a lot of luck. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I mean, there's anything can happen. And right. I mean, I think that's probably another reason why I decided to do this trip is, is I retired a year ago and I've always thought about wanting to do this and I, I'm fortunate to have good health and and I also recognize that on you know any day I could wake up and not have it so I better do it now. So have you had any um, like detours or mishaps or stories so far on the road on this ride? No I mean there's been a lot of, of uh, interesting experiences. I, I've actually I'm I created a blog where I try to post a couple paragraphs of what happened during the day and some photos. Uh, fortunately, nothing, uh, I mean, there's been, there's been some uh, stressful periods on interstate highway shoulders and crosswinds and uh, freezing rain and oh, freezing <laughs> things rain? like that. But not, you know, <laughs> coming out of Flagstaff, Arizona, it was, uh, was like 30 or low 30s and hail and freezing rain for the first 10 or 15 miles of the oh ride. But none of it, I mean, you know, it's all been, it's, it, it, you know, it's all been just something you have to go through. So do the vans kind of stay in tow with you? Like, are they out front and behind, or are they just riding and they come back and circle back if you need help, or how does that work? Yeah, they, they if you need help, um, they'll either be there or you have a phone and mm-hmm. you can call Right. Um, uh, the, there's a young man that's, that's the sort of the sweeper of the group. He rides a bike. His name's Peyton. Uh-huh. Um, and he's kind of our support as well. You know, if there's bike problems, uh, uh, you know, he can help fix them. flat tires. I mean, we're responsible for doing that ourselves. Uh, but if he's there, he'll, he'll help out and do it for us. Hmm. Uh, I did have one mishap coming into Winslow, Arizona. My uh, my pedal, my crank on the left-hand side uh, disconnected from the from the bike, so I was actually pedaling with just one leg. I had about oh a mile gosh. and a half to go. <laughs> I, and I was able I was fortunate was a mile, I was only a mile and a half out from the from the interim destination uh-huh. and I got in and the in the group you know they they it's a they do a great job they they had another bike in the van that was uh, one of the people that wasn't riding and they cannibalized that bike and took the part that, that <laughs> fell off of mine and put Poor my bike, bike together and, yeah do you guys all stay all of you stay in kind of a a group when you're riding or do you all ride at your own pace and sort of meet up no it's it's there's either either a group or little pods of groups or uh-huh. i mean some some people ride a lot. One day, when I was entirely by myself because I had a, I had to, I had to start late. I had to be on a phone call in the morning, and I, I started uh, after the group had taken off, and I thought I might catch up with them, but I, I never did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had part of the reason is I had two flat tires that day, and, and uh, I was, I didn't have. Peyton was not. He was part of the group, not me, mm-hmm. since I left late. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it varies. I mean, we have, we have, uh, interim stops. They're called stag stops, Mm -hmm. uh, where you can get, uh, 
refurbish yourself on on food and nutrients and water and that sort of thing and and so usually everyone gathers there for a you know a short period and then move move on does this happen all the time like are like to me this is something i've never heard of riding across the country as a group are these are crossroads doing these like all summer long i think crossroads just does this this trip once a year and okay. as I, I believe others do. When I when I first looked into this, you know, what what first got me thinking about doing a ride across the country was a book written by uh I can't remember the, the author's name, but it's called Life is a Wheel. And uh he did a he did an unsupported trip, meaning on his own, uh, right. carrying all his gear and camping out at night and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought that's interesting. I I'd really like to try to do that. And then and as I thought about it, I you know thinking about being on the road for um, probably a couple months if you did it unsupported and mm-hmm. and I don't like camping and I probably it probably wouldn't have been safe. Uh, mm-hmm. I I did an internet search on cross country bike trips and I was kind of astounded at, at you know there are at least four or five options. Huh. There's different routes. There's the northern route. There's the central route, which was the bicentennial route. The northern one goes, I think, from somewhere in Oregon to uh, to Portland, Maine. The central mm-hmm. one starts in San Francisco and goes. Uh, uh, I can't remember where it ends on the East Coast. There's mm-hmm. a there's a southern route which is much shorter. It starts in San Diego and ends in Florida. Mm-hmm. And then there's this route which kind of does a diagonal uh, from L.A. to Boston, um, where you you do avoid having to cross. Uh, the Sierras and the Rockies at, at you know their their high points. Right, probably the longest route though. Right, <laughs> let's go diagonal across yeah. the country and make it as long as we can. Yeah, it might be, <laughs> it might be longer. I, I haven't looked at the stats on it, but yeah. So yeah. Any, if anyone has an interest in doing it, they there's there are multiple options. Have you ridden um, out of the country at all? Like riding ridden your bike like in Europe or South America? Yeah, I did a. I've done a, a trip. Uh, I've done, I've done uh, unsupported trips. This was many years ago. I had a friend that had a, uh, was summering in, in, uh, Brittany, France. And, uh, I rode, uh, I, I flew to, to Gatwick airport outside of London and rode down to Portsmouth and took the ferry over to Northern France and then mm-hmm. rode to the place he was staying. And then he and I did some, some travels and that was one one european trip i did another one with my wife uh we did the loire valley um this was probably almost 30 years ago mm. um i've done organized trips with back roads we mm-hmm. did co- we rode costa rica um and that's those those are the only ones outside of the U.S. So, um, how about if you share your website, your link um, for the donation page? <laughs> so it's going to be the Great Cycle Challenge slash Riders, <clears throat> and then what's your handle there? Ah, uh, let me. Can I look it up? I, yes, you I can. Don't know about the problem. Hold on, okay. just a All right, and then um, um, well, while you're looking that up, what's your blog called? My blog is. You can actually, you can, if you go to my blog, you can get to the link to the, okay. to the Great Cycle Challenge. The blog is https uh-huh. colon double slash my, this is all one word, my bike 
acrossusa.com. Okay, that's a good one. How'd you get that nice, sweet uh, URL without somebody taking it from you? That's pretty. I good. don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just, you know, uh, probably, probably I wanted to be my bike ride across USA, and that wasn't available. So ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to make sure to share all of this on the podcast episode and um, hopefully we'll generate a little bit more interest because you're doing something pretty amazing. And I really appreciate your time today, especially on your day off. I hope you have some fun things planned. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, now we're going into, going into town and we'll probably do a, a, a little hike uh, outside of town, which uh, I've done before. And it's, uh, it's it's uh it's it's not too strenuous and it, it, it's uh it would be fun hey let me get well we're, i'll give you my actual link to the okay. to the great cycle challenge it's, great. it's the same the same thing https colon double slash great cycle challenge dot com you know uh, without punctuation of uh-huh. dot slash writers slash charles manzoni slash small d as in dog okay i will share that out on the link and um get your story out i really appreciate your time it was you're you're really inspiring i mean 72 and you're riding across the country that now i've got a goal that's what i want to be doing (laughs) Mm. well it's it's been fun all right well thanks charlie have a great day all right thank you jane you bet bye-bye bye All right, as you can tell, Charlie is one of those guys who gets the job done. So he's riding across the country. Um, We recorded that before the June 1st start of the Great Cycle Challenge. It's now June 16th as I'm editing this. He's already over 1,100 miles ridden. Looks like he's riding between 75 to 100 miles a day. He's no longer in Flagstaff, Arizona. He's somewhere in Indiana or Ohio at this point. And he's raised over $18,000 for the Great Cycle Challenge Cancer Fund. It's amazing. It's just amazing to see the commitment that he has to this and the enthusiasm. And, like, he's going to get it done. There's no stopping him. And that's just what we need for the challenge. So hop out there to his site, donate some money, support the cause, and thanks for listening. So, are you following your passion, inspiring people, and willing to share your story? Then find me, because that's what I do. And remember, keep up with all the news by visiting glisteningparticles.com and signing up for the newsletter where you'll get the inside scoop on where I'll be wandering next, some guest updates, and the latest random acquaintance story. For up-to-the-moment shenanigans, follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you see me post from down the road at your local diner, be sure to drop everything and come say hi, because I love to meet the listeners. Until next time, keep shining.